0: Could you be charged for being a Christian? And I guess the question we should ask ourselves is, would the charges stick? Hi, I'm Dr. Andrew Marquez, and this is The Baptist on the Bible podcast. Here's your 7 at 7 devotion. I try to offer these encouraging devotions every Monday and Friday to start and end your work week. We're going to finish out one of our series here in Daniel chapter 6, but it will continue uh, through Daniel chapter 6 with a a different uh, title. But this uh, series has been uh, entitled Defying Despotism, and the choice of that title was uh, on purpose because what you're seeing is that Daniel is somewhat passive in the second half of this story, but in the first half he is an actor, and what he does that's uh, very important is he defies a despotic rule. And it's a really fitting thing in the current climate that we're in because we're trying to navigate what are uh, the things that Christians should comply with and what are things that we should not. And so let's go ahead and read these verses today, and then we'll spend a little time discussing them and see what they mean for us in our current context. Beginning at verse 11 of chapter 6, it says, Then these men assembled and found Daniel praying and making supplication before his God. And they went before the king and spoke concerning the king's decree. Have you not signed a decree that every man who petitions any god or man within 30 days except you, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions? The king answered and said, The thing is true according to the law of the Medes and the Persians, which does not alter. So they answered and said before the king, That Daniel, who is one of the captives from Judah, does not show due regard for you, O king, or for the decrees that you have signed, but makes his petition three times a day. And the king, when he heard these things, was greatly displeased with himself and set his heart on Daniel to deliver him, and he labored till the going down of the sun to deliver him. Then these men approached the king and said to the king, Know, O king, that it is the law of the Medes and the Persians that no decree or statute which the king establishes may be changed. So the king gave the command, and they brought Daniel and cast him into the den of lions. But the king spoke, saying to Daniel, Your God, whom you serve continually, he will deliver you. Then a stone was brought and laid on the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet ring and with the signets of his lords, that the purpose concerning Daniel might not be changed. All right. It's a longer passage today, but, you know, the excitement is uh, building as we look at what's going to happen to Daniel. And so... While we work through this passage, it breaks down in the following ways. We, we have a section that is all about the accusation and execution of Daniel, the prophet. And it begins with a charging and a catching of the prophet. The conspirators are watching Daniel, and it didn't take long before they came before the king and said, We've got him. And they set it up in a way that really is, is going to rub it into the king uh, because you know part of this is vindictive. They are jealous of Daniel, and they don't like the fact that Darius has elevated him so far and wants to even elevate him further. So they go to the king, and they ask him about this law, right? Oh, king, didn't you sign in a law? And the king says, yes, I signed in that law. Well, can you believe it? There is one of your people who will not show you Uh, reverence or follow your rules. And so there is a contest, a confession, and they bring Daniel up. And the king is kind of shocked once he realizes what happened, that he was deceived. And he is really torn because he cannot change the law. And he has been tricked. And again, you have to ask yourselves, what allowed the king to be so deceived? And it's probably his own pride but he was tricked, and he then labors for the rest of the day to try to find a loophole to his own law to save Daniel. But he cannot find the loophole. And so he orders that Daniel is thrown into the den, but he makes a great confession. There was a charge, and now there is Darius' confession. He says, Daniel, your God can save you. And it's just such a great verse. Let's go ahead and read it one more time. He said, your God, whom you serve continually, he will deliver you. And this can be read as a statement, a declaration, or almost a, a, a question. And we don't know exactly because of the, the way that it's worded. But the idea is that this declaration of Darius might even uh, show his own belief in Daniel's God. Uh, we don't know that he is firmly a believer there. He, he also is, uh, it may be encouraging Daniel with this statement like, Your God, he will, he will deliver you, won't he, Daniel? And of course, Daniel is quiet in this passage and just allows himself to be thrown to the lions. So we had a contest, we have a confession, and now we have sign sealed, and delivered. Daniel is delivered over to the lions, or he's delivered unto his God. What does it mean? There is a stone rolled across the entrance, and Darius seals it with his own seal. So no one can break the seal. It is between Daniel and the lions, and the big question is, will his God save him? Well, the day may come when you and I are charged, and we might even be cast in to the midst of danger. You may have friends inside or out the church, outside of the church, who would work to try to release you and to help you and to uh, see that you are delivered, and yet they may not have the power to save you. In the midst of persecution, will you be a faithful witness like Daniel was? Daniel witnessed here by doing nothing. He had already done his part. He prayed, and he was executed for prayer. But at this point in time, there's nothing more that needs to be said. And so he bravely goes to accept his punishment, and he waits to see what God will do. Should Daniel die? We don't know, but we do know that Daniel is, um, unless there's an intervention, a spiritual intervention of God, Daniel will not survive. And so we'll have to see exactly what happens. But whether a miracle happens or not, we know that Daniel was already secure. Because if the lions killed Daniel, he would be secure in God's kingdom. And many people today, they are persecuted and killed, and God does not intervene to save them in this life. But he always saves to the uttermost. Today, we're living in a world that is kind of changing quickly, and we don't know what's going to happen. And recently, a pastor in Canada was imprisoned for having church services. And from prison, he wrote these letters to other churches uh, that he was affiliated with. He said, you have suffered well for the gospel. It is an indescribable blessing to join you in that suffering. Our congregations have been counted worthy for this purpose. May we rejoice in this, as did the apostles in their sufferings. Jesus Christ is the sovereign Lord over all creation and the supreme head of the church. We will bow to him and him alone. Only he is worthy. That's from James Coates. I hope that encourages you today. Stand firm. God bless and take care.